How's it going, everybody? My name is John Kelly, and I am here with my good friend, Jeremiah Stringer, and you are listening to the first ever episode of the Backpacking Podcast. <laughs> Yee! Yeah. Can you believe us? Oh, we're live, man. I'll tell you, it's crazy. Oh, well, welcome, folks. I got no idea what I'm doing, but I'm glad you're here for the ride. <laughs> yeah, Jeremiah and I, we talked, I guess it was like a month or two ago, and I just kind of threw this idea out and said, hey, man, what about doing a podcast? I think it would be fun. And I think your reaction was, I mean, okay. Yeah. I was like, I don't know how much work that would be, dude, but... Let's give it a go. Let's give it a shot. <laughs> so here we are. Yeah. Well, since uh, this is our first episode, I'm thinking probably what we should do is introduce ourselves a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Talk about our history and how uh, we got into backpacking. And so I'll just let you go first. Okay. And just tell us a little bit about when you got started and why your channel is doing so well on YouTube. And oh. uh, just uh, <laughs> your all your adventures. Just I'll just I'll just leave it up to you. Okay. Well, here it goes. Uh, Jeremiah Stringer Hikes. That's the YouTube channel. I started doing YouTube October 2018. And before that, um, I went backpacking for the first time in the summer of 2018. And then... That's funny. (laughs) Because I'm pretty much the same. Except I actually started my channel a month before you. Same time frame. Yeah, but I didn't do like... My videos weren't good. Oh, dude, don't even look back at mine. They were so bad. Mine still aren't good, but don't look back at mine. (laughs) So my father-in-law asked me if I wanted to go backpacking, and um, I obliged after much research and packing way too much gear. And my first ever trip out on the trail was like 40 or 50 uh, 50 miles through the Smoky Mountains on the Appalachian Trail. For your first trip? Ever, ever. I don't even know if I did like day hiking much. Maybe a little bit around kind of Pickett State Park in Tennessee when I was a kid. But other than that, no. Just more camping and that kind of stuff. Now, weren't you in like ridiculous shape at that point in your life? Yeah. Well, at the time, I had just lost all kinds of weight. And um, I, I even though I was carrying probably 60 pounds, maybe, I, I did you were just, Wait, wait, wait. You were carrying 60 pounds? I would say at least, at least 55, 60 pounds on my back. I found the list the other day. On like what what all I took on that trip? Oh my gosh! Yeah, it was bad, man. I'm thinking about making a video. I I'm, I threw a little comment out there in one video, and I was like, you know, comment below if you want to see the stuff that I took on the the first trip I ever took. Nobody responded, so I was like, I don't know if this is a good video idea, but you know, if I want to make it, I will, I guess. Wow, man, <laughs> that's insane. Fifty five or six, you were carrying like a fourth grader on your back. Yep, exactly. I was carrying, yeah. It's like, like a small child, man. That's insane. But anyway, yeah, I went on that trip with all borrowed gear and stuff and um, got done with that. And after meeting the through hikers and just talking to people in the community of backpacking, because I had never heard of like through hiking or what the Appalachian Trail or anything was before I went on that trip. And then uh, I went, fell in love with it. And I started watching these other YouTubers because that's how I was doing research. I was like, oh, these people know what they're talking about, you know. That my pack's like 60 pounds, and their pack's like 9 pounds. Like, I know. <laughs> yeah. I, I, and that's the worst part when you first start watching these videos, is yeah. you see these guys, and they're carrying such light weight. Yeah. And you feel like really inadequate. Yeah. Like, because you're like, I must be like the worst backpacker. Yeah, you're like my sleeping bag? Yeah. It's heavier than all your stuff combined. Right. I remember the first time I ever like got to hang out with some other people that do YouTube. You know, they're all their stuff. I remember I put on Tim Watson's backpack. 
And if you don't know who he is, he's another backpacking YouTuber. He's and, basically an OG. Yeah, yeah. He's been around. Yeah. So anyway, I put on his, and he had eaten all of his food, and all he had was just a backpack, and we were hiking out that morning. And so he had a hammock set up and, and all that in there and underquilt and overquilt. And so I put on his backpack. He was like, here, try this on. And I was like, what? I'm not even wearing anything, man. He's like, there's no food or water there. <laughs> I was like, this is so light. Yeah. So anyway, I, I started doing the research. And then after I started watching the other YouTube people, I was like, I would like to do that. I want to find a way to share my passion of backpacking with other people. And so I did. And then one thing led to another. And then uh, my father-in-law in October, he wanted to do another trip. And I was like, okay, well, what do you have in mind? And he's like, well, how about around Big South Fork? Because he's from the area. You right. know, I live in southern Kentucky. And so Tennessee, we bordered Tennessee growing up. And um, he said, well, let's let's do the JMT in Big South Fork. That's and a was, great trail, too. Yeah. I thought, well, I heard of the John Moir Trail or John Muir, however John you Muir. say it. Yeah. I heard of that out west, and I was like, man, that's absolutely gorgeous. I hope this one's like it. Well, <laughs> it doesn't compare, but it was great. For us to do like a three or four day trip. Yeah. And so that was my second like 40 to 50 mile trip. And then that's the one that I've done my first YouTube videos on. Oh, wow. And then uh, after that, my wife and I hiked the Foothills Trail with another couple that we had met on Red R- in Red River Gorge on her first trip ever. And uh, then, you know, out of the blue, a friend that I had met on the Appalachian Trail on that first trip texted me and asked me about doing the Vermont Long Trail, which we can talk more about later. Yeah. And so I did that, and that was two or 300 miles. And that, you know, I did that over a summer. It took me about a month. Come back home, still married. That's a so good thing, man. Yeah, that's a good out. thing. <laughs> and then here we are. How did you get started, man? You started a month before me. I know you've done some hiking around here. Yeah, it's funny. My whole thing started back in 2015. Um, I actually had gotten hernia surgery. I had a oh, hernia man. that I got repaired, and a buddy of mine called me up and said, hey, do you want to go do an adventure with me? Yeah. Now, normally when somebody says that, you don't get like freaked out or scared, but my friend had just finished running 100 straight marathons in 100 straight days from Los Angeles to New York, and he had hiked the entire Appalachian Trail, and he had hiked straight across the United States. He rode his bike from Oregon to Virginia. He swam across Lake Michigan, and then he calls me up and says, hey, you want to go on an adventure? Gosh, I would have been like, I don't know, man. Yeah. Your definition yeah. of adventure is a little bit different. And, and I was a lot heavier then than I am now. So I was just kind of like, dude, I, I, I'll i meet with you, but I'm not promising anything. Yeah. And yeah. and so we got together and uh, we got chicken wings. Because, I mean, what better way to talk about being healthy than having chicken wings? And, and so uh, we got down and we were eating and having a good time. And then he finally drops the bomb on me. He goes, I want you to climb Mount Kilimanjaro with me. Oh, that's a, and then how many thousand feet is that? It's 19,000 some odd feet, 19,500, something oh like that. Gosh. Almost 20,000 feet. Man. And so uh, he calls, he says, I want you to go do this with me. Yeah. And um, as, as gently as I could put it, I just looked at him and said, um, Darren, fat guys don't climb mountains. <laughs> yeah, that's some slow walk. <laughs> and he goes, he just looks at me and he goes, he goes, then stop being fat. That's the answer. And I was like, oh, Oh, punched you right in the mouth. Dang. And you, you can only hear that from certain people. Yeah, in your yeah, life. yeah. Like, yeah. not everybody can just walk up to you and say, don't be fat anymore. Yeah, it's going to be a real bro. Yeah, yeah, we've been friends for a while. So um, I still thought he was crazy. Yeah, well, and who so, wouldn't? Yeah, so I didn't, I didn't do it. I was, I was like, I'm not going to do this. And so I went home 
And uh, actually, I didn't make it home yet. I went to my office. I work at a church. And I went and talked to the preacher at our church. And I said, you're not going to believe what this guy told me. And my preacher, straight face, looks at me and goes, I think you should do that. Oh, man. I'm like, what? I was like, so I walked home thinking, or walked home, drove home, and thought to myself, my preacher's a moron. Yeah, imagine if he so, had said, you're right, man. Yeah. That yeah. got crazy. And so I got home, and, and I looked at my wife. And I'm like, you're not going to believe what Darren wanted to talk to me about. And I tell her, and she goes, I think you should do that. And now I'm thinking everybody I know is a moron. Like, nobody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <you're> <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I, you know, before this, I'd, I'd hiked one time that I really remember. Yeah, yeah. Where I actually pl- planned a hike and went out and did it. Did you take gear with you? No, it was just a day hike. Okay. But I was trying to impress a girl. And it was only supposed to be like a three-mile hike. Twelve miles later with no water. Um, oh, no. <laughs> we get back and we're both worn out and tired. and the worst uh, date ever. We still ended up dating for a while after that, which, so I must have been really charming, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) But uh, (laughs) it's the face, man. It's a beautiful face. I'm beautiful. That's true. Uh, But uh, we, so, so that was the only experience I had with hiking before that. Yeah. And so Darren's like, I want you to go hiking with me on this, this mountain. And so, of course, I ended, obviously, I ended up doing it. Yeah. Yeah. But um, basically fell in love with hiking after that. Not necessarily backpacking yet, but hiking. I got to where I was hiking about 35, 40 miles a week. Yeah. And um, I would get up in the morning at like 6, I'd go hit a 6-mile trail and then go to work. And I'd gotten to where I was moving pretty quick, where a 6-mile hike would maybe be a couple hours, you know, if if that. And um, that made it so much easier to get ready. Mm-hmm. And, and so I did all the training, ended up doing Mount Kilimanjaro, and uh, had the time of my life. Um, and that can, we can talk about that whole story later, but sure. did that. And then um, over the next year, kind of got to cycling a little bit. Started riding a bike a lot and still did some hiking. Um, and then I got with a buddy of mine who'd done the Appalachian Trail. And we decided, let's do the Shell Toey Trace together. And so we ended up doing the Shell Toey Trace. And that's where I started getting into backpacking. And that was, we, we talked about it in 2017. And I think it was late 2017, I did my first overnight in a tent. You know, where I carried all my stuff out, stayed in a tent, and then came home. Where did you get all that gear whenever, you know, you done your first, because I, I assume on Kilimanjaro, you're paying, you're paying people and they're kind of like, they're kind of like Sherpas, right? Like yeah, they, yeah. Kind of like that. They were uh, porters is what they called them. Yeah. So the concept is you, you, you pay and it's kind of like an excursion and you train for it and they have base camp set up in increments or something like that. Well, basically, imagine, imagine going somewhere where in seven days you're going to experience Every season of the year. Oh. I mean, we started out, and uh, when we left our hotel, it was about 70 degrees. Uh-huh. When we get to the base of the mountain, it was 65. Um, by the end of the first night, it was down in the upper 40s, low 50s. Uh-huh. And then five days later, when we're on top of the mountain, it's negative 30 wind chill. Oh, my gosh. So, I mean, you have to bring so much gear. Yeah. There's no way you're going to carry that on your back. You're probably talking 65, 70 pounds. Yeah of gear you're going to have to carry because you have to carry a four season tent because when you got 30 mile an hour winds, yeah, negative wind chills. I mean, you can't take, you can't take a fly Creek, you know, you can't take a big Agnes fly Creek up there and expect that thing to survive. No, no. So, so you, you know, we had really heavy duty tents, um, all kinds of clothes and gear that had to go up with us. And because of all of that, uh, we all took day packs Okay. I, I, actually, mine wasn't really a day pack. It was just a backpack. I took a uh, 
think it was an Osprey Stratus 50 liter. Okay. And uh, every day that was packed with rain gear, cold weather gear, um, food, water. Um, I was probably, the first day I didn't know what I was doing. So I probably had 40 pounds worth of stuff in that thing and I didn't need to. Yeah. And the whole thing is uphill. Like there is no, uh, you know, like you'll talk about, well, we're going to go. I think the whole thing total was maybe 30 miles over seven days. Which, if you think about it, that's not a lot. No, that's not very many miles per day. But but the first day we went 4,000 feet. Oh, how many miles was that? Uh, four or five. Oh, wow. So it's, I mean, the just the elevation alone is pretty intense. And the, the other thing is, is dealing with um, elevation sickness. Yeah. So you had to really prepare for that. And so, Did you take like pills or have yeah. a patch or something like that for elevation Man, sickness? I'll tell you what, I took a lot of stuff with me. Yeah. I, I, I did the pills. Um, I found out what supplements work best to prevent altitude sickness, and I took those. Um, I trained with a an elevation mask when I was when I was training for it. Oh, you look like Bane from uh, dude, Batman. Dude, I did look like Bane from Batman. I awesome. actually freaked everybody in my neighborhood out. Like, <laughs> they were like, who is this? Yeah. Like, Please don't rob me. <laughs> exactly. Well, there's a neighborhood website. I can't remember what it's called, but like people to report things that look shady in the neighborhood. Did they report you? Yeah, some man, lady, please tell some me lady, they reported you. Some lady posts, there's some strange <laughs> oh, man walking what? around with a backpack and this no face mask way. on, and I don't know what he, who or what he is. Yeah, he's a crazy and guy. And so I had to respond with, that's me, I'm training for a mountain climb. And and so like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that happened. So, um, but yeah, that stuff happens. It, and so I trained for that, accomplished it, best time of my life. Uh, probably a top 10 all-time experience in my life, maybe top three. Yeah, sure. Um then we did Sheltoe. It was awesome. Uh, that was more of a, I say a partial through hike because we did two weeks solid, mm-hmm. um, but we didn't really through hike it, through hike it. So yeah. it was more sections. But it two started weeks out, is a long. You did two weeks. You were gone for two weeks. Yeah, two weeks. That's straight. still a long time. Yeah, yeah. It was still. That's why I said I'd call it. There was it was a partial through hike. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, but we did that, and then um, the rest of it was. A combination of day hikes and then weekends, that kind of thing to get the rest. It was 323 miles. Yeah. Uh, which now it's 333 miles, so I have to go do the reroute because I want to make sure I got all the miles in. Jason Wish topped you, man. Uh, Jason Wish. That guy. <laughs> that guy. Wish, Mish. Gosh. He's he's insane, man. Dude, he is great. He's well, one of the, guy, the coolest guys in the world. I want to go back for a second and talk about elevation because on the long trail, we didn't... We didn't have any like gigantic elevation changes. Right. There were there were multiple four thousand footers. So here's what you'd do. Like you would come to a town and towns are always down low. Yeah. Because you're resupplying. Right. I, I was hiking for a month straight. So you're resupplying in the town. So you come down off of a mountain and then there's usually like a road crossing and you can hitchhike into town. Then you get dropped back off that same place. And you walk up the next mountain. And there, the long trail is really old. And I don't think switchbacks were invented whenever they... You told me about this <laughs> yes. before. Yeah. I don't think they existed whenever they... Whenever they you just walked straight up the that. mountain, didn't you? You just walked straight up it, man. There's no switchbacks. Gosh. So, anyway, the elevation change whenever you go from, you know, however low to however high. There are multiple 4,000 footers. And I always remember, see, gut hook... That app, which is an app that has all kinds of oh, long it's an trails. awesome app. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's an elevation profile on there, and 
man, I could do a whole episode on just gut hook. So there's an elevation profile map on there, and it's interactive. Mm -hmm. And so you can see where the towns are and stuff like that, but it's basically like a graph. And it'll let you zoom in. And I always remember, I would zoom in, and I would put on the left side, if you could imagine the bottom of the mountain, mm -hmm. and on the right side, the top of the mountain, and then it'll show you, it'll do the math for you and show you what the elevation gain is per mile. And I just remember I, I, it would be like 600 feet per mile or whatever. I, I don't remember the exact, but I remember like once you get in the flow and you've been doing it and doing it and doing it and kind of get the feel of elevation change, you come out of town and you would look and you'd be like, man, I hope that this one is like a, <laughs> a small, small number. And then you get the one that's really huge. So doing Kilimanjaro, I can't imagine you know, doing 4,000 feet in a day, you know, it's insane. Well, and it was funny too, because on that trip, my luggage got lost. Oh no. So, and I, I didn't fly in until the day before. So you flew from the U.S. Yeah. I flew from Cincinnati to France, Paris, France, uh -huh. then down to Kenya. And then from Kenya to Tanzania is a little, you know, pond jumper from, from yeah. there. But, um, well, we, I, get, I got there and my, my luggage wasn't there. Their, their whole airline system is probably a little bit different. Oh, than wait till you hear the how States. they handled it. Like, I, I went up to the desk and I said, um, My luggage isn't here. And the guy looks at me and says, Okay, we'll email Kenya to <laughs> well, get you. I'm like, Email? <laughs> what? Yeah, he goes, I need he goes, to get on the phone right now. Yeah, well, can you call them? He goes, Well, no, they're not open at this point. He goes, We'll, we'll just email them. And I would try and give you an African accent, but I think it would be insulting <laughs> to anybody if I tried to do that. So, um, but yeah, he, he tells me they're going to email him. Yeah. And so I get, I just leave. I mean, what am I going to do? I'm not yeah. going to wait because they're emailing. So I'm thinking to myself, I'm going to be climbing freaking Mount Kilimanjaro in sandals. You know, like that's mm. shorts and sandals. I was wearing like Columbia shorts and a pair of, uh, oh, what sandals did I have at the time? But I was just going to be climbing up in sandals and, and shorts. What, I don't think that would have worked. That would have been awful. It was like, it was Chacos. I had a pair of Chacos on. No. And so so that was all I had. Now, I mean, I've hiked in Chacos. So I mean, yeah. it's possible, but I know how cold it's going to get. Now, so I'm thinking frostbite and all this. I'm thinking, I'm going to have to rent equipment. That would have been expensive. Well, not so much expensive, just crappy equipment. Oh, yeah, that's true, too. Yours was like customized for you. Yeah, like all you... my stuff was my stuff. And I just yeah. spent like probably a couple thousand dollars on gear. Yeah. And, and so I was little upset because i mean it take, took a year to get ready for this and plan it um so i go back to the hotel we get up that morning and uh the, the airport was on the way to the mountain and so we stopped at the airport just hoping but not thinking it was going to be there walking and there it was no way so apparently in africa man email is the way to go that's and, what's up man. yeah and so my stuff was there uh got hooked up with all my gear and uh we headed off to the mountain, but because of having to stop for me, mm -hmm. we got there late. Uh oh! So we had to start late. They leave without you? No, oh, no they no, waited no. on you. They well, they had to because we were all together in a bus. Oh, okay. Um, there were sixteen of us. Yeah. And uh, so we started that day a little late, and we just had to hightail it. So we were hooking that first day. Mm -hmm. When we got done the first day, we were all exhausted. I'd say completely and it was your exhausted. Fault. It was all my fault. Well, no, fault. no, 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 no. That was the airline's fault. No, take some responsibility. I, JK. I am not going to own take this. <laughs> I am not going to own this. You should have mailed all that stuff. Oh, from now on, I'm going to go down and I'm going to go into the bay and I'm going to check <laughs> and make sure that my stuff is in the luggage bay where it's supposed to be. Oh, um, <laughs> but yeah, so so yeah, because of me, they had to wait. So I had. Let me tell you a little story. Okay, I'm ready. So whenever I done the long trail, 
I flew from Nashville to um, Providence, Rhode Island. That's the first time I ever talked to you. What, what's that? What's on your drive down to Nashville? Oh my gosh! You remember I that? To you for hours. We talked for like two or three hours. Yes. I, I sent you a. Dan Becker sent me your text, your your number. Yeah. And so I texted you and said, "Hey man, I love to chat with you sometime." Yeah. And you're like, "Well, I'm going to drive down to Nashville because I'm flying up it's to three hour drive." Yeah. And you're like, "We could talk while I'm driving." We literally talked almost the entire time yeah. you drove down. Isn't that insane? Yeah. Man, that's crazy. Yeah. That, that's the trip, man. Yeah. So I I drove from where I live in Kentucky south to nashville and it took me three hours you know it's even a couple hours till you can get on the interstate so right. after that you're blown by well i flew i don't remember what airline but the flight was like 38 dollars yeah to, if one way and i didn't that's so cheap i know man i, I was so they, they nickel and dime you though but that's oh, not I'm the sure yeah story. yeah so 38 dollars, and i took this flight and i had to pay extra to check a bag because it flies so cheap. Mm-hmm. So I had watched um, Homemade Wonderlust, and she had talked about how did she get her stuff from where she lives to where she was going to do AC or AT or PCT or CDT or wherever. She right. was on the Camino. So she said, airlines will not cover your luggage, but they'll cover everything in it if you check a bag. So let's say, for instance, you check a bag and then the face is ripped off of it whenever you go to pick it up from, you know, luggage claim or whatever those circle things are. So they won't cover that actual piece of luggage, but all the stuff in there they'll pay you for. So she said, take your luggage and, you know, go to like Goodwill or something and buy just a cheap, crappy piece of luggage, throw it away when you get there. And that's exactly what I've done. I went to Goodwill and I went in and looked and there is n- there was no pieces of luggage in there. And then as I was walking back out, my wife had said, hey, she was dropping off a piece of luggage on the way in. And I was like, okay. So I stopped the lady that was dropping stuff off. And I was like, did you drop off some luggage? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, would you mind if I just bought it from you? And she was like, no, you can just have it. So she gave me this luggage. That's awesome. Yeah, I put I put my um, my backpack and stuff inside of that. And then flew there and I threw it away when I got there. Well, on the way back, I, you know, there's there's not like a Goodwill floating around at the end of the long trail. What? It's, it's the I know <laughs> you would think I there's like a Dollar that. General there. <laughs> so, the basically you you end the trail and then it's like a four mile walk down a dirt road into town and there's no cars. Like there was one guy and he, he said I got enough room to take two of you, and so two of the two of the like eight or five or however many people we finished with hitched into town with him and then got a car and come back. Um, so as I was leaving to fly back, I booked that flight a couple of days before I finished. Yeah. And I was like, man, I really, really hope that they don't destroy my backpack. Cause a good backpack, you know, is at least a couple hundred bucks normally. Oh yeah. So I had an Osprey Atmos 65 liter. And I think I gave like 250, $300 somewhere in there for it whenever I bought it. And I did not check the new bag, or I didn't. I didn't get a new bag and check it and put it inside. I just checked the whole Osprey bag, and then I got back to Nashville, and the carousel come around, and it was not on there. And I was like, "Oh my gosh, they lost my backpack." I borrowed uh, backpacking with Jason. Jason Z packs. I borrowed right. his yeah. Z packs duplex. That's and right. That's like a six or seven hundred dollar tent. 
I was like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? So I, I, I thought I lost the tent. I lost a sleeping bag. You know, sleeping bag was a 15 degree sleeping bag. It's a Nemo Disco 15. That was like 300 bucks, I think. Yeah. So anyway, you know, you're talking about $1,000, $2,000 worth of gear. Had my shoes in there. I was just wearing flip That's just between three items. Yeah. That's not everything else. Who knows how much money. Yeah. So anyway, I'm, I'm not trying to say that, you know, I paid a lot for the gear. I'm trying to say... I was freaking out. Yeah. And then my buddy was there to pick me up at the airport, and I was like, dude, I don't know what to do. My backpack is not on the carousel. I just packed, just checked the whole backpack with everything in mm-hmm. it. And um, then I, I, like, grabbed somebody that worked there, and they're like, oh, you need to go into, uh, like, the claims office or whatever. And I walked in there, and uh, there's a guy sitting at the desk, and I was like, hey, man, you haven't seen, like, a, a backpacker's backpack, like, you know, one with the hip belt and stuff. He's like, yeah, yeah, is that it? And I looked. Sure enough, that was it, man. And he's like, I'm going to need to see ID. I need to see your little ticket. Man, I was like freaking out, checking all my pockets. Right, right, right. Ticket. Got to take it home, man. Got <laughs> got lucky. I thought I'd lost everything. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. <laughs> the traveling, dude. Well, okay, so we just talked about some of our like past stuff. Why don't, why don't you tell me what 2020 is looking like for you? Man, I'll tell you the next thing I have in line... Yes, actually, I'm going with you. Oh yeah, me, you. There's a bunch of us. Oh yeah, I know Ben McMillan's gonna be there backpacking with Jason. He's going. My buddy uh, Flash. He's Flash. gonna be going with us. Yeah, trails in a flash, right? Yep. And uh, Miyagi on the trail and his wife trips. Like a bunch of people that do YouTube, and I think, I think a lot of people bring a buddy too. Yeah. It, it, sometimes it's a little weird to go somewhere, <coughs> and it, it's people that you kind of know. But you don't really, really know. You just know them through social media, and you're right. going to meet them in person. So it makes you a little more comfortable to bring somebody with you. So I think that we'll have quite the crowd. We're, we're going to Limbo Gorge. That's right, down in North Carolina. I'm just, I'm just there for a good time, man. I'm letting y'all plan everything. It's easy to plan. We just picked a trail off of all trails. Like literally, that's all we did. Jason and I got together. Jason Waugh. And if you're listening, Jason Waugh is awesome he is probably one oh, of the i love that guy he's one of the coolest guys on the planet yeah, and yeah. uh backpacking with jason if you're on youtube check him out uh he's just a southern gentleman that's all oh, he is man. he's just the best and so we got we went to red robin and we got a burger and we planned the trip in like 15 minutes we were just like okay let's find a trail <laughs> okay here's one's only 10 miles so that means we could just like wander around for two days yeah so that's that's the plan i mean we're gonna we're gonna get there our camps that'll be right by a water source and we're just going to wander around for a couple days. Now, normally, so I'm thinking I'm going to do a video for that. Sometimes, see, you, whenever you do backpacking and YouTube, you film pretty much everything. Yeah. But sometimes it's nice not to film anything. So I did Mohican State Park, the Ohio guys did a YouTube meetup. And I didn't film anything. I didn't release a video or anything like that. But I think I'm going to film this one. It's yeah. It's always a lot of fun hanging out. You're Taking footage of somebody taking footage of you taking footage yeah, of Yeah, exactly. So I would say, man, I don't know when you all will be listening to this, all of our listeners. all. Uh, I think this will probably come out right before right before or right after the trip happens. Yeah. They'll have to so. check that out. Subscribe to the channels. Definitely. <laughs> now, here's a question. Shameless now, plug. you got a trip coming the next week after that, too, don't you? Yes. Yes, I'm, I'm. Now is going, that more on the DL, or are you allowed to talk about that? No, I, I think it's fine. Um, the, so, yeah, you that's don't have to true. say who you're going. With, you don't say who you're going. Why don't okay. you just tell us where you're going? I'm going to Oil Creek 
in Pennsylvania, and I'll go on with some other guys, and I don't know how much they want me to talk about it or when that video will be published or if I even film anything, but it's always fun to hang out with like-minded people and yeah. just have a good time. And you know what? I should, I think I should like take a guitar or something. You How should. cool would that be? You should. Yeah. You need to get one of those backpacker guitars. It looks weird. Yeah. Well, oh man, caveman when we were on the long trail. Yeah. He he had hiked the AT and carried a guitar, like the child size guitar. Yeah. For over a thousand miles in the AT, we played that guitar pretty much every night on the long trail. You ever heard of a U bass? No. What is it? You know what a ukulele is, right? Yeah, yeah. Imagine yeah. a bass that's a u like a u bass, a ukulele bass. Dude, that'd be really. I cool. want one so bad. I saw somebody at Trail Days this year. They had a little plastic, it was either ukulele or a little guitar. I didn't pay much attention. Yeah. Completely plastic with like classical strings. I was like, man, like Caveman would wrap his up in a trash bag. But this girl just had her strapped to her backpack. Well, it's plastic. Why not? Plastic, yeah. It's not going to ruin. There you go, man. Man. You know what you got to do now. Yeah, you'll have to buy me one. Yeah. I'll, <laughs> I'll ask my wife if that's okay. <laughs> So what else you got going on this year, man? What other trips you got planned? Well, my wife and I, I don't know if we'll get to do it this year, but maybe in the next couple of years, we're looking at doing the Camino de Santiago. Ooh, that's a good yeah. one. And if you don't know what that is, it, it's a trail that runs from different places through Spain and ends on like the west coast of Spain. Well, it's kind of like a Catholic spiritual kind of journey thing, yeah. isn't it? Or something it's a like pilgrimage. They call them pilgrims is what they yeah. call people that hike that. So... I won't go too far into it, but the Reader's Digest version is uh, basically people travel once a year to uh, Camino de Compostela or something like that. I, I don't know. My Spanish is awful and I can't remember. But anyway, they would travel to this one place and they, they would all go at the same time. So whenever you've got thousands of people all going to the same place, they're all going to kind of fall along different routes right. coming from different countries or different parts of that same country. And so there's routes. And, uh, you know, the one that I'm going to be doing, hopefully, is the Camino de France, or France, or, I think. And um, you, you basically got a little book, and you get stamps along the way from, you know, there's different places that'll do it. And you end, I don't know, a few hundred miles, four, 400 miles, 500 miles. You only have to do, I think, 100 miles to get the, the certificate or whatever. I'm not about the certificate, though. I'm yeah, about yeah, the yeah. actual... Yeah. You know. Well, and you're going through little towns and stuff the whole time, right? You're, yeah. It's a lot of road walking. Yeah, a lot of road walking. It's not as much backcountry, but uh, here's the thing. A lot of those buildings and stuff are older than our country. Yeah. And we're here right? in the United States of America. So I'm excited to see different cultures. I love, like I spent a month abroad doing an internship in Ecuador and uh, we've been to a few different countries. We went on a mission trip to Guatemala really recently and... It's awesome seeing other people's cultures. That's so cool. I've never been to Europe, and my wife, she kind of got ruined on backpacking on the Foothills Trail whenever we done it, because we done like three or four 15 to 17 mile days in a row, and she had never worn zero drop shoes. Oh, and yeah. That'll so mess with you the first time you wear those. Even doing like eight miles in yeah. those. Yeah. So... And I, I got some different stuff in the works. I kind of just take it day by day, man. I was going to say, yours just kind of pop up yeah. and you just go, don't you? <laughs> yeah, because I get weekends off. Yeah. You know, so if I want to go three or four days, and then if I'm off in the summer, boom, bam, thank you, You're just you, gone. Just, we'll see just it. Just leave. 
Yeah. What well, about that was you? what was so funny about meeting you, though. That was what was funny about meeting you is I talked to you for like three hours on the phone, then I didn't hear a word from you again for a month and a half mm-hmm. because you were you were off doing the long trail. Disappeared, man. And off then, grid. And then the first time I met you, actually like face to face, was at a coffee shop, and you just got done backpacking with Jason Wall. <laughs> yeah, we went out to Red River. Yeah, Bull. he brought steaks. I know he's a steak master. That's why I, it's why I camp with him. I, I mean, I like him and all, but it's the steak that I go backpacking with him for. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, what do you got going on in, in the upcoming year? Oh man, I got some really cool stuff coming up. Yeah. Yeah. Anything I'm gonna you be, can uh, talk about? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, of course next week I'm gonna be with you in Linville Gorge. Yeah. 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 And then hopefully in April, uh, I'm wanting to do a Kentucky YouTube backpacker meetup. Oh, is that an yeah. official announcement uh, I, now? Cause I'm, I keep having I'm thinking, some people. I'm thinking it's going to be happening because I've, I've talked to enough other guys that are interested Yeah, and not even just Kentucky guys. Some of the Ohio guys are really interested in maybe yeah. coming down for it. Um, I know I talked to Jason Wish, and he wants to come down and uh, trying to work on some other guys. Even got a guy out west. I don't want to say his name because if he can't uh-huh. come, I'll feel bad. Yeah, yeah. But I got a guy out west that has definitely said he wants to come if we do it. Um, so I'm thinking, you know, April, maybe the week before Easter. Yeah. We do a do a little oh, backpacker man. meetup. It's getting serious now. You're you're throwing dates out there. Dude, I'm telling I, you. I keep having a few people to comment and say. You know, you keep talking about going to this meetup and this meetup and stuff. Because we went to, I, yeah. I went to the Ohio and we went to We the went to the Michigan, Michigan one, one yeah. And people are like, you need to do a Kentucky one because you got the crew going down there. I know, man. Put Kentucky on the map. So I think I think it's going to happen. Just talking to enough people. And uh, Jason Woff chatted with him and he already knows the location we need to do it. And so uh, I think if we just get together over the next month and get it planned out, I'm thinking that's going to happen in April. Yeah, we need so, to make it official, man. Yeah. We need to throw so, that date out there. So that's going to happen. And then uh, I'm, I'm hoping in June to head out west, go down to Utah. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple of YouTubers out there. Again, I won't say names because I don't, it's it's not official. Yeah, you never know. So I don't want to, I don't want to say, yeah, I'm going with these guys and then I don't do it. But right. uh, there are a couple of guys out there I've been talking to and uh, hoping to do some backpacking out in Utah, either in the Uintas or somewhere in the desert. Um, either one would be different than anything I've ever done before. So, what kind of gear do you have to take for that? Who knows? Whatever gear no they tell idea. me to bring, <laughs> they're the experts. I'm, exactly. I'm so jealous of those out west. Guys. Oh my gosh, it's so beautiful. Well, here and here's the other thing. In September, I'm going back out west to Washington, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna be hiking on the PCT for four or five days. So, I'm real excited about that. Hopefully, um, I've got to get the. I think in March is when I apply, but I'm gonna try and get. Um, I'm going to try and get permits for us to climb Mount St. Helens. Oh, wow. So, yeah, which would be really cool. It's an active yeah. volcano. You so know it'd be kind of fun to get up there? there. I got some buddies okay. that are going with me on that. Yeah, that's a that's actually a thing for our church, believe it or not. Because our oh, yeah, yeah, we're doing like a big theme for the year called the adventure. And so I was like, what better adventure than to go out west and climb a mountain? Oh, wow. So, uh, so yeah, we're going to head out that way and do I may that. I have to become a member of your church. You're going to do it on letter. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> So, but we're going to do that. And then, um, been talking to some buddies, uh, about maybe doing pictured rocks at some point up in Michigan. Yeah. So, um, if everything goes, yeah, I that, talked to him about doing that. And Dan, yeah. well, I was, that's what I was say. I was, I was wanting to talk to like Dan Becker and, uh, Chad from UGQ and yeah. some of those guys and just say, Hey, why don't we all get together and do this? That'd be kind of fun. I think they'd be down for that. Oh yeah. Pictured rocks is beautiful too. The one thing I've learned though is don't go in the summer. I watched the Shill brothers. It's a black flies. Oh, everywhere. Is that what it is? Yeah. Black flies. Yeah, everywhere. That's, what, that's things, what it was for me in Vermont. Awful. Oh, those things are the devil. Shell toy trace in July. I didn't matter what bug spray, lotion, anything, they still bite you. Yeah, yeah. And so I was wearing a hat just to protect my head. 
Dude. They were actually, this hat that I'm wearing right now, yeah. they were biting through it. Did I tell you about what I had to wear whenever I stopped on the no. long trail at the beginning? Uh-uh. Well, some days the high was like 38 degrees, but some days the high, some days the high was like 62. Yeah. And so, you know, at a higher elevation, they weren't a huge problem. But sometimes on those hot days, whenever I stopped, I had to put on gloves, long sleeves, put on my rain jacket, tuck my pants into my socks. Yeah. You didn't, couldn't expose any skin, head net. Those black spots suck. They, they hurt. hurt. Yeah, they hurt bad. And they bleed. Yeah, it's awful. Okay. Totally off subject, but okay. I'm still going to talk about it. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, let's do it. Dude, I, the Red River Gorge area okay. and uh, a lot of the Shiltoe Trace, you've got these um, these hornets, these uh, bald-faced hornets, uh-huh. and they'll build nests on the ground. Yeah. And if you get anywhere near it, they attack you. They're territorial, ain't yeah, they? Yeah, very. Yeah. Uh, me and my buddy Flash, when we were doing the Shiltoe Trace, it's actually on video me getting stung on the hand, holding a camera while videoing. Like, I don't know if you're lucky or unlucky uh, to get I, that off. It's but... horrible is what it is. So we're, we're hiking along. All of a sudden, I, I'm, I'm talking. I go, ow. And I watched it land on my hand, lift its butt up in the air like, here it comes, and just pop me right in the hand. It uh, left a hole, and it bled. And you like, didn't react. My hand bled from the sting. And then my buddy Brian, I hear him go, oh, it's in the video. Luckily, if he said any. Foul language. It did not make it into the video, so <laughs> YouTube wasn't going to be censoring me. But uh, he took off over to the creek, and he got bit like six times. He got stung no six way. times in his leg and had to put his leg in the creek. Luckily, we were right by a creek, so we were able to kind of put my hand in the water. He put his leg in the water to cool ourselves off. A little bit, but, man, it hurt. Yeah. It hurt, and then I'll bet you I got stung by those stupid bald-faced hornets five or six times on that trail. I wonder if that's what was in the ground. There's one part on the in Red River Gorge. The natural bridge? I can't remember. It's on Oxier Ridge Loop. And there's a bunch of bees or hornets or something that are all dug in the ground right next to a big rock. And Might be. I don't know. Whenever we go up there, we'll, we'll have Jason yeah. to point well, it out. Well, I know natural bridge, There's a if you go up the hard way, which is all the stairs, uh-huh. Like there's there's a way to go up that's easier and quicker, and it's a little bit more gradual of an incline. Uh-huh. And then there's the stairs that just go straight up the side of the cliff. Um, if you go up those stairs at the top, there's a section where you walk across, and there's like a, a little mini cave to the side, and all these rocks and everything. And right there, right on the trail, not off the trail, on the trail, was... A hive everywhere yeah i i remember to get around it and i've got it in i actually videoed that too uh-huh. and it was it was my last day it was the day i was finishing it up because the way i set it up i finished up at miguel's because i mean i'd rather celebrate with pizza oh, that's the way to celebrate you know so um and for those of you listening miguel's is like oh it's legit when you've been hiking for days at a time and then it's the end of the trip everybody goes to miguel's because Miguel's Pizza is just the stuff. So they give you a list. They give you like a checklist. Yeah, you get a piece of paper yeah. and you fill out what you want on your pizza and you just turn it in. Yeah, you're in line filling out a checklist of how you want things. I had an omelet there. Oh, they're so good. Oh, I checked. I bet I checked 30 boxes on that piece of paper. That guy said, do you really want all this? I was like, yeah, of course I do. It cost you thirty seven fifty, yeah. but it was, yeah. it was really yeah. good. He's like, all right, we'll try it. could can't close the omelet. Yeah. I mean, too much in there. But yeah, so anyway, that, yeah. that's how I ended my my trip. Was I ended at Miguel's? So my did, last man. day on the trail, I, I get I'm, I'm about to get done. You know, I've I've come up to the crest and I'm coming down the mountain or down yeah. the cliff, and I'm like, this is it. I'm gonna finish up here soon. 
and bald-faced hornets all over the place. Now, was that what you hit when I was talking to somebody? That campsite that me and you swapped gear at. Yeah, that's what stung me there. Yeah. I camped that exact same place, and I went camping with those same people. Um, I camped there before I showed it to you. Yeah. And I camped with those same people just a few days ago for three days, and we were sitting around the campfire telling stories. And I was telling them, why don't you tell the listeners, tell them what happened. Okay, so Jeremiah knew it was going to happen, and he did this to me on purpose. No, I didn't. So, <laughs> Those were not there the first time. So we went to uh, the Big South Fork. It yeah. was the first time you and I had ever gone backpacking together. Mm-hmm. And for some stupid reason, we decided, let's do a gear swap. And uh, so we switched out gear. We showed up and uh, set our trekking poles and everything. So we had to hike mm-hmm. with each other's gear set how we use it. And uh, we get to our campsite, and we get to the fire pit. And I start moving stuff around so that we can... Get a fire going soon. And all of a sudden, this bald-faced hornet comes out of the fireplace, or the fire pit, and stings me on the freaking hand. Oh, man. And Jeremiah starts laughing. You're like a magnet, man. I I don't know what it is. It's crazy. They love me. So, I guess when you're this sweet. That's what it is. They they just got to get some of that sugar. You know, that's what it is. (laughs) So, I've always heard that, you know, bees are territorial. I must be threatening to them. Yeah. They must be scared you, of your me. presence, man. I you am. walk in there all... I'm intimidating. Like, all so, five foot eight of me. I've heard them like stay... If you jump in the water, but you're still in their territory, they'll hover above it and wait on you. Yeah. So I think on TV or something, I saw that you're supposed to run out of their territory and they'll finally stop. It's like they hit an imaginary boundary that yeah. they don't care about you anymore. Yep. So I guess that if you're listening, I'm guessing that's the way you deal with them. You just outrun them. I've never even heard of these things. Until this year, until I last, well, I guess last year, technically, until 2018. Yeah. Didn't even hear about these things. And uh, now I hate them. Like, they're my mortal enemy. If oh. I ever see a bald-faced horn, I'm killing it. To, yeah. It's, yeah. It, we're battle. We're at war. We're at PETA, war. PETA's going to get in touch with you. I'm at war with PETA, too, then. Because I'm, I'm taking out every bald-faced horn I get my hands on. <laughs> yeah, and I have no remorse. They're going to be extinct. None. They, they, they started this. Complete retaliation. Yeah, yeah. They started it. I will end it. Um, <laughs> man, it's been fun. Oh, man. It's been a good oh, time. Man. I've, I've had fun, dude. This is only episode one. Imagine where the what, future takes us. What it. are we going to do, man? I'm just here for a good time. It's crazy. Well, thanks for tuning in, guys. This is the Backpacking Podcast with Woo-hoo. JK and Jeremiah. And uh, I guess we'll catch you on the next go-around. Does that sound yeah, good to you? Yeah, heck yeah, man. Fantastic. Well, have a great one, guys. We'll catch you next time. See you next time.